in today's video, I am so excited to talk all about the concept of getting out of your head and into reality and how there is so much power in just simply deciding. So let's get into it. I am going to break down the number one thing that you need to do to actually start seeing progress in your life and just do it like Nike. The number one thing that you need to do is to put it on the calendar. Yes, I know it sounds so simple, but I had this revelation today about how much progress I myself have been making in my life by just putting things on the calendar. Let me explain. Currently, I'm on a fitness journey right now where I have goals and targets that I'm trying to reach. I also have had in the past goals that I was trying to reach when it came to my photography business and getting new clients and getting in conversation with prospects and so on and so forth. But what I've come to realize is putting it on the calendar does something to the brain. It makes it a non-negotiable. When we leave things to chance or I'll get around to it, we are asking to just fail. There is a famous quote that says, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. And this actually never really hit home for me until recently because life is all about decisions. And when we decide, we turn off the anxious part of our brain that creates anxiety when it comes to decision overload. Recently, I found out that decision fatigue is a real thing. And when we are so overwhelmed because we have way too many options, this can actually hurt us in the long run. And what ends up happening is because we're uncomfortable with this new decision, with this new idea, we will run back to the default way of living, the default way of thinking. And we'll convince ourselves that, oh, it's a sign it's not meant to be because things are just so uncomfortable and this is just too difficult. But the truth is when we make a decision, when we put it on the calendar, when we say, no, this is going to get done. This is my target. This is my goal. I'm going to do X. We turn off all other decisions in our brain and we actually create an environment for peace. Did you know that your brain actually uses up 20% of your overall energy and burns 20% of your overall calories? Isn't that insane? So for every second that you spend thinking about the thing, thinking about how it's going to get done, thinking about maybe I will, maybe I won't, you are burning calories. You are literally creating an exhausting environment within yourself. I personally have found that when I am in decision fatigue, when I'm in decision overload, I actually feel more exhausted than when I just decide and do the thing. Let me give you an example. So recently, I, like I mentioned before, I'm on a fitness journey. I have to get certain amount of workouts in the week and then a certain amount of cardio in the week. And then with my meals, everything is kind of lined up. Now, before, when I was just on this journey by myself, I would eat whatever I wanted. I would maybe work out, I maybe wouldn't. But deciding and simplifying the situation, putting it on the calendar, created actual results. And ironically, created more peace of mind in my life. Because at the end of the day, once the task was completed, I was able to relax mentally. 
Whereas before, let's say I would push off all of the workouts until the end of the day, or I'd be like, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. My mental space, that's 20% thinking about the thing when I could just get it over with and use that 20% for something else, something more worthy of my, my energy. If you're anything like me, your brain can be a wild, wild west energy vampire when it comes to overthinking or anxiety or wanting to plan and get everything right or what if this happens, what if that doesn't happen, and it becomes a complete storm. But what is the solution? I have found that asking myself, how can I channel all of this crazy storm energy for good? How can it be channeled and focused so that it's actually used for good? Like I mentioned before, putting something on your calendar, making it a non-negotiable, and pouring an amount of intentional energy and time into that goal, into that target, will create amazing results in your life. Here's the thing. If you're wanting to achieve something new or start a new routine or start a side hustle or whatever that may be, you just have to understand there's a reason why you're starting. It's a first. And first can be really scary. When I think about my niece and nephews, you know, they had a first time crawling, a first time walking. Witnessing having their first day of school was so amazing. Watching them go, my niece is actually having um, her homecoming this weekend. That's wild. I remember when I had my first homecoming. And there's a bunch of firsts, but as we get older, those things start to feel not that deep. But when you're living in the moment and it is your first, it's overwhelming. So that's okay to admit, like, this is not normal and this feels a little awkward. But the thing is, you have to kind of remind yourself you have done many, 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 many firsts before and you're capable of doing many, many, many firsts in the future. Think about it. There was a first time you started walking. There was a first time you rode a bike. There was a first time you decided to go and move your body and start working out and eating better. There was a first time you learned to drive. There was a first kiss, a first time holding hands. And for some, there was a first time they started a family. Like there's so many firsts. And when you realize and look back on all that you have started to do in your life as a first, but now you're just fully embodied that you don't even think about it, you're capable of that now. The key is just to get over the initial hump to where that first becomes a second and becomes a third and becomes a fourth. And before you know it, It's just a part of your life. I have found the quickest way to get good at something or feel good about doing something new is simply by doing and continuing to do the thing over and over. The best thing that you can do for yourself is to not overthink, like get out of here and just decide to do the thing. Just do it like Nike. Now I want to preface Are there seasons of your life where you should be kind to yourself and hold space for yourself and rest or give yourself some grace? Absolutely. But I think sometimes we use that as an excuse to not keep our word to ourselves. Sometimes we use that excuse, okay, I'm one of those people, okay, I'm preaching to myself, where we will use the, oh, I deserve a break or I'm holding space for myself or I I don't want to overdo it. But really, we're just scared. We're scared of how our life may actually change and 
what happens if we do reach those goals or what happens when we do actually keep our word to ourselves? What is life going to look like? And my friend, I'm here to tell you that is exciting. Stay curious. Turn that anxiety energy of what if into I'm curious about finding out what that could look like. Who could I become? That is so exciting because it takes you out of life is happening to me and it puts you in a space of I'm creating life. I am excited to see what I can achieve and who it is that I become. Is it someone I'm proud of? Is it someone that is just kind of okay with where life is? I don't know. You have to answer that for yourself. But these are good questions to ask yourself when it comes to why is it that I want to achieve this goal or this target or do what it is that I just, for some reason, am struggling so hard to do. I have found that when I don't keep my word, like when I tell myself, hey, I want to be healthier or I want to get X amount of clients this month or I want to be more intentional with my family and spend time with them, whatever that looks like. And I don't keep my word to myself. I have found that I actually am more miserable. I actually feel like my self-esteem is in the gutter. And there's a reason for this because I didn't keep my promise to myself. Bottom line, discomfort is just a part of life. You can feel discomfort because, for an example, You could feel discomfort working out first thing in the morning and get it out of the way and, and, you know, feel that discomfort for 30 minutes and get it out of the way and go about your day and be like, wow, I accomplished something that I said I would. Or you can feel discomfort by putting it off for day after day after day and start to feel bad about yourself. Both of those are decisions that are in your control. And that is something that should feel encouraging, right? When I think about discomfort, I think about the diamond. You know, diamonds are created under pressure, if you didn't know. And in order for a diamond to really be created, there has to be an immense amount of pressure. What if that diamond was like, I'm going to take it easy. I need to just hold space for myself. It will never reach the level that we know a diamond to be. And the same is with us and our goals and our dreams. There is a level of discomfort that we should not run from. We should lean into it because if we want to become that shiny diamond that we're proud of and the people in our lives are also proud of being associated with us and and excited for us, we are going to have to experience a little bit of discomfort and it shouldn't be something that we run from. Bottom line, you are more ready than you actually feel and that should feel reassuring to you. In high school, I did the news. I was a broadcaster and we had this sign off phrase that we would say and it would go like this, make it a great day or not, the choice is yours. And that is so true the older I get. It really is up to you. And I want to give another reference. The other night I was over at my parents' house and there's this scene in Encanto I was watching with my parents and my nephew and my sister where the main character, okay, she is like, I have to save my family and the miracle and I I have to save them. What can I do? And so she enlists her uncle, Bruno, who is literally like a psychic and seeing the future. And he tells her how you are able to save this family is by embracing your sister, Isabella. And the main character was like, ew, I don't want to embrace her. She sucks. That's going to be so uncomfortable. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And her uncle, Bruno, tells her, honey, 
it's not up to her. It's up to you. You have to decide and your decision will will result in whatever future happens because his vision of the future was undecided. And that is so true for all of us. Sometimes we will project the the decision on our circumstances, outward circumstances, people in our lives. And at the end of the day, it is about us, regardless of who's in our life, regardless of the environment, we get to decide how we act and how we perform and what choices we make every single day. Ask yourself whenever you feel hopeless, what do I have control of right now in my life? For example, maybe you can't afford a gym membership right now. That's fine. What can you do? Can you walk your neighborhood? If your neighborhood is not safe, can you buy some barbell dumbbells at Target or Walmart and start doing free YouTube videos about fitness? If you're wanting to write a book and you don't know where to begin, can you just start writing from your heart and let it flow out and maybe take baby steps and let the pieces fall together as time goes on? Sometimes we overthink and that exhaustion that our brain creates of burning 20% of the calories, okay, that's a lot. That's already a workout. (laughs) And, And on top of moving our body, how can we take control and harness that energy and channel it for good? I encourage you to be an action taker, be a problem solver, be a critical thinker. You have it in you. That's the power of being a human being. There is a podcast that I love listening to with Ed Milet, and he talks about how when he dies and goes to heaven, he has this vision of him meeting his ideal self, the man that God intended him to be. And he always says, when I die, I want to meet someone. I want to meet a man that looks just like me. I want to meet a man that we are identical in every way. I don't want to meet someone that I don't even recognize. And he was like, that's his version of hell. And that really stood out to me and stuck with me because every day we have a choice, just like the movie Encanto. We have a choice of how our lives will end up and turn out. And that's okay. We can hold space for ourselves in situations where maybe we didn't have control, but there's power in taking control and seeing how we can, in fact, be the creators of our life. I actually, on my calendar, have a note that says, I am co-creating with God. And there's free will in this life, right? So God may have that ideal person for you to become, but if you keep choosing choices that create more anxiety, more misery, and all this stuff, either way, there's going to be discomfort. You feel me? So let's, let's put our discomfort for good. Let's become the diamond we are meant to be. I've actually started journaling And I asked myself a question the other day, who do I want to meet at the end of this month? It's the small decisions that make the biggest difference in our lives. They all add up. Every decision that we make, like for me waking up at 4.45, my dog also helps with this, and not going back to sleep when I let him out to pee, and instead going to move my body and then journaling and then praying That decision sucks in the beginning, but once it's over, I feel so proud of myself. And the rest of the day, I feel like I can accomplish anything because I already did the hard work at the beginning. 
at the end of the day, what's come up for me in journaling is that I want to be a woman and I want to meet a woman that feels unstoppable, that kept her word to herself and showed up for herself. Because at the end of the day, I used to be somebody and I still am, but I'm I'm someone that will show up for my family no matter what. I have showed up in the past for friends where it was crazy. Like I, I would go to the umpteenth degree for everybody else. But when it came to me and my goals and, and my dreams or making decisions that were gonna bring me joy, I would put it off and I'd feel guilty, right, for putting it off. But then when it came to everyone else, I would jump. There would be no second guessing. I would decide that I am gonna help them or I'm gonna do X for them. And at some point I had to ask myself, when am I gonna do that same energy for myself? (laughs) And you may have to ask yourself that question too. When are you gonna give that same energy to yourself? You may feel shaky at the beginning. You may feel unsure at the beginning. You may have to push through so much discomfort, but to know that at the end there is pride in yourself, there is peace of mind, there is a diamond, That is the picture that you wanna see, isn't it? Every day we are planting seeds, right? And at the end, we are going to see the fruits of what was originally planted. And so if you can look at your life and your decisions as a seed, how do you want your forest to look? How do you want your garden to look? Do you want it to look like maybe a few things? Do you want it to look barren and empty? Or do you want it to look luscious and full of variety because you chose to actively make decisions, to water those decisions, to actually plant, to to plant the seed, okay? Because it starts with the first decision and then the rest will start to compound and it will feel so amazing, I promise. At the end of the day, we all know how to move past the I don't want to's, the I don't feel like it's, the I'll do it tomorrow, whether that's going to a job that maybe we're not thrilled about going to every day or showing up for our partners and family, We know how to move past discomfort. Let's try to do that same energy for ourselves and watch what happens. Make it your mission to start deciding and putting what you want to do on the calendar and making it a non-negotiable. You deserve to have peace of mind and use that 20% of calorie energy burning for something else. Show up for yourself. Keep your word to yourself. You're deserving of that and honestly, when you start to keep your word to yourself, it's it's like a ripple effect. It starts to hit all other areas of your life. It's not just about you. Everybody in your community, in your little small part of the world will feel the effects of this and you'll start to see your world become a better place. I want to see you create self-confidence that is just so epic that you're unrecognizable to other people, but you start to actually recognize yourself for the first time and to see what you're actually capable of. Throughout our lives, people may have put stuff on us and told us that we were maybe lazy or incapable or not smart enough or undeserving, unworthy. Whatever people have said over you, I wanna encourage you that you get to decide to rewrite that entire story. You get to rip up the pages, okay, honey? You can burn them. You can go buy a whole new journal and write a whole new story because if there is breath in your body, you have options, and I want you to decide what it is that is going to be the seed that you plant and you put on the calendar 
and you make it a non-negotiable so that you can see the fruits of your intention. You've got this, my friend, and I'm actually really, really rooting for you. What is it that you're working towards? Are there areas in your life that you feel blocked? I hope that this video helps you. I'm cheering you on and I will see you in the next video.